Reagan has released its annual communications benchmark report, which analyzes the major trends in the profession during the last 12 months. During that time, communications professionals have been called on to develop and distribute messages on new policies that affect internal and external stakeholders alike. Our role has become more essential as we've helped to keep organizations focused and moving forward. We've seen access to the C-suite increase, yahoo, throughout 2020, and we've forged important new alliances with peers in other departments, including HR, finance, legal, and workplace wellness. I mentioned on this very podcast a couple of weeks ago that communicators have an unprecedented opportunity right now. It's standing right in front of us, and the Reagan Report provides data to back up that point. On this week's Spin Sucks podcast episode, we'll talk about that and the outlook and priorities for the next three to five years, communications budgets, where they are, what they look like, where they're going, technology trends and product rankings, trends in communications planning and measurement, crisis communications policies, trends in both internal and external communications channels, team structures, and more. I'll be right back. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. It's no surprise that communications industry has experienced a transformation in stature and scope during the last 15 months as the public health, economic, and social justice crises that engulf the country underscored the need for messaging management and strategic direction from communicators at organizations around the world. We've talked recently about that and about the need for organizations to lead with values, to keep engagement high and to evolve culture, especially as we all consider what the new workplace looks like. With all of this happening, communicators have been called on to develop and distribute messages on new policies, new changes, new expectations, and even new benefits. Our role has become more vital as we help to keep organizations focused and moving forward. It has been noted that the pandemic accelerated business change with organizations by as much as five years, and some reports are even saying eight years. The pandemic remains a communications priority because organizations need to adapt to this next phase. We're looking at vaccination planning, and we're also looking at what the new workplace might look like. While the Reagan report shows 66% anticipate remote or flexible working arrangements to be a permanent option going forward, that number is actually higher than the national average. Communicating what will be required of employees as childcare and vaccination rates remain erratic is one of the top priorities for communicators today. It also has led to some valuable new organizational dynamics. When asked to describe how COVID affected the department, 42% of respondents said they forged stronger relationships with other departments, and a quarter said they've gained a seat at the table in strategic decision-making, finally. More than 20% say they now have even better access to the CEO. The report serviced a variety of other communications priorities as well, a focus on workplace wellness, what to say about vaccination requirements, and how to communicate when, if how, employees will come back to work. This is all on top of diversity, equality, and inclusion strategies that are also at the top of the priority list. Complicating these efforts is the fact that many organizations have a global footprint and need strategies that account for distinctions among the countries and the populations that they serve. And then there's technology. 
It was already the fastest changing aspect of global work life, but 2020 accelerated adoption. And now, of course, there's no looking back. Communicators see an increased reliance on mobile communications going forward. We see an increase in virtual communications and in the use of artificial intelligence. Technology, communications professionals believe, will sometimes play a disorienting role in how they apply their craft. There is a lot there in that report. And in just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through some of the key findings and what you can expect as it relates to how some of your peers are handling things. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step -step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Okay, let's talk about the key findings of the Reagan Report, which, by the way, I've linked to in the show notes should you want to download the executive summary for yourself. Unsurprisingly, we see dramatic changes coming in the next three to five years, and not just a few. There will be an increased focus on communicating with remote workers. There will be a greater reliance on social media. Workplace wellness will occupy a large role for communicators, though a shared role with other departments. There will be more personalization. Diversity, equality, and inclusion will increase as a focus. And technology, of course, will change the landscape in even more dramatic ways. When it comes to DE&I, it's incumbent on the communicator to find their leadership spot with these efforts or risk being sidelined by counterparts in other departments. And virtual communication has already transformed the industry. More than 40% of communicators believe it will continue to drive change in the next three to five years. Artificial intelligence is also going to rise in importance and so will mobile communications. As for crisis communications, and this is kind of surprising, nearly half, 46%, said they did not create a plan in 2020, but 69% said they had a crisis plan prior to last year. This may suggest that they move forward with their existing plans to accommodate for everything that happened last year. But I'd also be willing to bet it made them realize that the pre-pandemic crisis communications plan is a relic and they need to actually build a crisis-ready organization for the next big thing that happens. There will be a next big thing and we need to be ready and it cannot be emails that say out of an abundance of caution. For companies, of 10,000 or more employees, 60% said they will have a communications plan for the vaccine. 
there's widespread uncertainty though about implementation. If they're asked if their organization would create a vaccine-related communications plan, only 45% of respondents said yes. Well, 42 said they didn't know. That's higher for larger organizations and lower for smaller organizations. Similarly, asked where, whether employees will be required to be vaccinated before returning to work, 55% of respondents said they didn't know. That's kind of a problem in my estimation. About 40% said no, and 4% said yes. Employees would be required to be vaccinated before they could come back to work. Among organizations with more than 10,000 employees, the percentage of those requiring a vaccine as a condition of returning to work actually drops to 2%. So again, larger companies less worried about vaccination than the smaller companies. Respondents are increasingly pleased with their organization's communications efforts. This year, 52% rate their efforts as above average or excellent, which is actually an 11% post gain from last year. But some still saw room for improvement, probably people like me who always see room for improvement no matter what. <laughs> we need more integration of internal and external efforts was a typical response, and so was we need to be more focused on storytelling. Overall, 78% of respondents measure the communications efforts and effectiveness and are more satisfied than in years past of their efforts. 41% say they're satisfied with their efforts just this year, which is actually compared to 28% last year. So that's a pretty big shift of how many people are satisfied with their efforts in showing results. For respondents, there are many obstacles to producing more effective communications, but the most significant is too many last-minute requests. I don't think the last 15 months have changed this. Of course, I'm on the agency side, I'm not on the internal side, but we've always joked that Thursdays and Fridays are a client's favorite days. That's when you get all of your requests because they get them off of their desk and off of their task list and onto yours. Thursdays and Fridays always happens, last minute, all the time. All in all, the report isn't super surprising, but it's nice to have data prove what we're seeing in real time. I said just a few weeks ago that it feels like the new business heavens have opened up. Everyone is ready to communicate again, and executives have learned a very valuable lesson during all of this, which is you can't just send an email and expect people to go along with it. You need someone with communications expertise to help with positioning, messaging, risk evaluation, and the writing before hitting send. It's a crazy, exciting time to be working in the communications industry. If you'd like to learn more about how to capitalize on this fantastic opportunity for yourself and your organization, join us in the SpinSucks community where we'll talk about it, we'll brainstorm, we'll come with ideas. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's fun, it's smart, and you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 